Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. Welcome to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment program. Bringing you an educational podcast about swinging. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. Hi, this is Ed. And this is Phoebe. Today we are talking about two common preferences in the lifestyle. Friends with benefits or DTF. Down to fuck. Making a swinger couple your good friend seems to be the goal, while those who just want to fuck are somehow thought as aggressive. When you start out embarking on this sexy adventure of swinging, you will always hear how couples have other couples that are friends with benefits. It is touted as this nirvana of swinging. Well, let me tell you, it is as real as getting in the Mile High Club. Most swingers start out thinking friends with benefits is nirvana. The white picket fence, the house, two kids, and a great career. Not. Somehow finding that elusive couple that you connect with year after year and have many, many fuck dates becomes the goal. However, the DTF couple's may actually be the people you want to fuck. Why? Because most swingers are in the lifestyle for 18 months, and chances of meeting that couple that you think will be your friends with benefits couple are really 1 in 10. Somehow, DTF couples are seen as less desirable. Maybe they're scary, they're intimidating... They've got these, you know, high expectations that you're going to meet and you're just going to fuck. Like, put the keys in the bowl. Head to the bedroom. Head to the bedroom. And, you know, that, that's that's a very forward-thinking approach. <laughs> but 
DTF doesn't mean just because you meet, you have to fuck. We go to parties all the time, and it doesn't always happen. You meet people. Both couples still have to figure out whether they are attracted to each other, whether they even want to have sex. Mm -hmm. They're not in the mood. If you meet a couple and you are attracted to them, don't you kind of want to fuck them? (laughs) Why is the friends with benefits couple more appealing? We are going to break down pros and cons for that kind of couple. Pros. You get more opportunities to play. Right. They're a phone call away. Hey, we'll bring over a bottle of wine. Bam. Watch a movie, Netflix, and... Once the kids are off to bed, we all head to the bedroom, and they're dead asleep, and they never know. And that's what hot tubs are for. Oh, yes. It's convenient. It's familiar. It's comfortable. Yeah, you kind of worked out all of the kinks, so to speak. Introductions, comfortable, it, this, that, the other thing. Right. You're past You're past that awkward first mm-hmm. date phase, and you're straight to the, oh, we know them. Let's invite the Joneses over. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Joneses. Oh. <laughs> there are... A lot of different vacations that you can have, getaways. Your vacation becomes a a different type of vacation. So it's it's fun because it's it's different than everybody else's vacation. Right. We've heard other podcasters talk about their annual trip to Desire, where they connect with the the couple mm-hmm. that they met, and it's it's like an annual reunion. Yes, yes. Heck, I have never even gone to my high school reunion. I I would love to have an annual fuck date reunion. I've been to both my high school reunions, and I wanted to fuck at them both. So, there you go. <laughs> Sharing your vanilla experiences in public can be very tantalizing you all have this private secret that's going on wink wink nudge nudge Mm -hmm. titter titter you (laughs) have the you know secret sneak off to the bathroom girl conversations yes the oh the classic swinger game of do you think that couple over there in the corner might be swingers right Right. We love that game. We're always asking, wait, wasn't he with her before and now she's with him? I swear they switched. Wait, who's with who? Yeah. Mm hmm. Flirting in public. Kind of risky, but exciting. Right. And depending on where you are, it could be totally risk free. You're yes. In a faraway city. So us right. visiting San Francisco, for example. Sure. Nobody knows anything. Right. They don't know who we are, although we have run into people we knew. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of fun to yeah. flirt outside the bounds mm-hmm. and make 
everybody else go, wait a mm. second. Are they swingers? Isn't that my boss? I thought his wife was a brunette. What? Ruh-roh. The cons. You can get too enmeshed in each other's world. We've heard about long-term relationships where typically with a, a unicorn, but it isn't always a unicorn. Sometimes it's the other woman that few stories we've heard where she starts to get really attached and kind of crosses into that emotional relationship boundaries where it's not just innocent fun. Right. Or you, how do I say in each other's lives so much, you're sharing so much of the day-to-day vanilla you're going to each other's kids' soccer games. Right. You're doing all this other extra vanilla things together that it it kind of tends to be too, too much. A little, little too much PTA <laughs> and not enough DTF. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Another con is you tend to be exclusive and there's lack of variety in your lifestyle you do everything with this other couple right and you and it's so comfortable that you you just you're not you're not having the variety that that maybe you want and maybe you don't maybe that's maybe that's what you want and right. some for some couples that that's great they just have that one couple and they play exclusively with them for several years, yeah. three years, 10 years at most, we've heard. So it's great if that works for you. But again, you know, it, you're lacking variety. Well, and the downside with that is you've put all of your eggs in that one basket. Right. So let's say that couple decides to get out of the lifestyle. We can name a lot of couples who used to be in the lifestyle and aren't now. Right. And if they had been our exclusive, then we wouldn't have been kind of curating these other relationships or right. meeting other couples. It's kind of like breaking up with a boyfriend or getting divorced. Yeah, You're you back in the dating over. scene. Yes, starting all over again. And you have no one in your little black book to call on. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I know. And you go to events and you go to parties and you run into a couple who you'd like to play with. But now, yeah, you're kind of in an exclusive thing, which I got to say kind of goes against the whole swinger purpose, which is they're hot. What do you think, honey? Wouldn't <laughs> it be nice to take them back to our room? Right. You know, you're right. And honestly, Let's do you... Them. We have had so many great experiences where that that have surprised me, and we and we're done. We're like, wow, I never had sex with anybody like that before, or um, I didn't know that I would have so much fun with her, and it her her in 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 the meaning of like a woman because I'm not buy but i i will play with a woman and i've had wonderful experiences so but it's it's random for me it, it it's based on 
the vibe, I guess, for lack of a better description, right? And so I've had some pretty hot experiences with women that have been surprising. And I'm like, oh, that was pretty nice. I really thought that was great. Of course, Ed's quick to say, oh, you are so bi. I'm like, well, maybe I am, maybe I'm not, but I still prefer men, you know. So it's more like an 80-20 thing. <laughs> right? 70-30. This is very hard to define. We have a whole other episode on that. We'll just say it's a sliding scale depending on the woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. And the last con is being jealous of being left out when your new friends have found another couple. Right. They want to expand their horizons because the variety sounds fun, and now you're the third wheel. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a little committed, not quite polyamorous. When we were talking about this, we were trying to figure out, like, okay, where's the line between mm-hmm. polyamorous and the other? And it's like, oh, they live with you or they don't. But other than that, it's pretty close. And some of them, some of these relationships, they do so much together. It's- yeah. They, they, yeah, shop together, travel together. Yeah, everything's together. Now, I thought of another con. We've met a few couples in the lifestyle that like to play bareback. Mm. And for them, this whole exclusivity and the initial testing that kind of goes into that is kind of enmeshed with this friends with benefit concept that we've been talking about. The con with that is, as we've talked about with safe sex practices, you're only as safe as the weakest link. So let's say you have this friends with benefits relationship, you're playing bareback, and they have a freaky night one time. (laughs) Now you are opened up to that risky behavior now it's affecting your sex life and your friends with benefits relationship right and that's put on pause for a good three months because even though you're tested and you get your test and it comes back negative that you don't have aids you still have to wait about three months to be completely safe and not have sex with anybody else so i've heard gonorrhea and syphilis are coming back too Yes, and stronger strains. It's great. It's being resistant to our... It's, it's the end of the days. It's oh. the apocalypse. Oh, no. Why do people tend to have a negative view on DTF couples? Are they seen as more aggressive, as we mentioned before? Could, could Maybe they're just passionate. Maybe they're just driven and confident. Perhaps they don't have enough time between jobs, kids, soccer practice. So they literally have to squeeze in some fun quickly. So I encourage you to like suspend your negativity around the DTF. Open your mind (sighs) to the tantalizing (laughs) promise of DTF. Pros. Pros. It's easy. It's free-flowing. Cordial, fun, friendly. But it's a little 
goal oriented. Mm-hmm. So the idea is you are open to the possibility of things like fucking on the first date. Yes. Not that you're going to, but but you're open to it. Right. Right. Good one. I like it. Go ahead. Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises, and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. You can keep a long-term connection, but without the involvement of this whole friends with benefits kind of enmeshed relationship, mm-hmm. there's no reason why your DTF friends couldn't be repeat offenders, right? It doesn't have to be a one-night stand. It could be a whole bunch of one-night stands. <laughs> Random, hey, call them up. They're, as they say, down to fuck. Yeah. So why not call them again? Right? I don't know. The con, one of the cons, uh, well, what other pros can you think? I, I couldn't think of any other pros of it because it's just so easy. <laughs> well, I think that's the thing. <laughs> D- think of DTF as more of a mentality. Yes, yes, and, yes. And open to the possibilities of it. They're like, look, we're tired of rules. Yeah. We don't. We've been, we've been there, done that. We're mm-hmm. we're not all tightly wound and worried about. Well, it's the first date. We sh- you know we really shouldn't. It's like <laughs> we in high school. We're swingers, right? Like I've got condoms. We've got lube. Uh-huh. You want to meet other people to fuck? Hi, we're people. Would you like to fuck? <laughs> It's that simple. <laughs> Leave it to a man to break it down that simply. There, There is a little more. I got all the women are out there like, I'm not just going to spread my legs for anybody. Well, no, you got to like hit it off with them. Yeah. But we yeah. had examples where we've met a couple. And if circumstances had allowed us, we would have been, we were elbowing each other at the table going, what do you think? Oh, oh yeah, I'd fuck him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, sh- shit, too bad we set this up in a way where we couldn't or we don't uh-huh. have a place or it's not going to happen. Right. And the few times where we've actually, to hell with it, let's go get a hotel room. Yeah. And then something didn't work out. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. DTF relationships can move too fast for some. And in the beginning, those did move fast for us because we weren't we, we weren't, weren't comfortable ready. enough. We weren't ready. We didn't know all the ins and outs. We didn't have the secret handshake password, I wink, whatnot thing. We we just didn't know what was gonna happen and how it was all gonna go down. Well when we when we first started 
we were only soft swap and we had yes. a lot of rules and a lot of well a few, we had a lot of nervousness a lot of nervousness a very few rules few rules yeah, yeah like two or three maybe three it wasn't much it, yeah it wasn't this these weren't serious rules these, <laughs> no <laughs> these, these were more like guidelines <laughs> but as we've become more comfortable yes we definitely kind of pulled the governor off and more than happy to pedal the metal the second con is this relationship interaction may feel a bit insensitive to you if you need more time for familiarity because it is a a a very direct approach right a very confident very transactional <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> i brought my wife did you but, bring yours right which kind of strips off all the whole friendliness and feeling, you know, that, I mean, people are obviously still very respectful and and nice and courteous. Although, I will say, our very first DTF couple, it was pretty transactional. They were nice. They did have food for us. Yeah. But it was like, oh, you've taken three bites of your snack? Great. Let's go to the bedroom. Wow. <laughs> They were like, they had busy schedules. They had a system that works for them. We were they used. They traveled. It was terrible. <laughs> we were used. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was, it was fun. But it was, it, it tended to be a little more transactional. They were nice. They weren't, I'm not saying they exactly. weren't insensitive in any regard. But, no, no, yeah. but. We arrived at their house, and it was clear that we were there for a purpose. Uh, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> it wasn't a random social gathering. There no. wasn't the whole... And to clarify a little bit, we had met them mm -hmm. and played with them before. Oh, we did? Yes. The house party with the red oh, light. with the red light. In Midtown. Mm-hmm. And we went there... You're going to have to edit that Midtown part out. No, everybody knows we live in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, but the red light in Midtown? I oh, don't know. nobody's going to know that. All right, fine. I'm leaving that in. I may leave this whole thing in. Oh, my gosh. I'm a rebel. Outtakes. But anyway, we, we met them at a house party mm -hmm. in Midtown, and it was was a little strange but the party was a little strange why was it strange it was kind Just, of a weird party but i think people were too drunk oh i think that was part of it huh but we had a good time yeah and we had seen them and met them a couple other times before this but mm -hmm. we played on the same bed with them we we're like hmm, hmm you know, it was kind of fun we might mm -hmm. We might do them again. <laughs> and they called us out of the blue and yeah. we got together. So showing up at their house. Yeah. And it wasn't a Super Bowl party and it wasn't some specific social engagement. This was literally, 
hey, you want to come over to our house? Well, what else are you going to do? Right. Like. Right. Yeah. There's a goal here. There's a goal. To have fun. Wee. <laughs> <Well>, <laughs> what's that like? I, I'm. Fun? Fun. Yeah. I know. It's I devoid of about a year going on a year and a half now. I feel Soon. like this podcast is a little bit of a tease, mm-hmm. not only to us, but to yeah. all of our listeners as well. I know. It's like, imagine a world <laughs> where, where people can get together and have sex. Keep going. This is sounding good. Keep going. Keep going. Please take <laughs> me there. Please count God. Uh, if only. Oh. All right, everyone. All in all, do what's best for you and your partner. You may start out wanting more of a friendship, but migrate to not so much. We have found couples that start out making fast friends with another couple only to have it peter out. Some couples absolutely need to have both lives separate due to their careers and public profile. The goal is to navigate these waters in the best way that honors your relationship and is respectful of your friends or soon to be friends no more. (sighs) Honesty, as difficult as it can be at times, is truly your best foot forward when navigating your wants, needs, and desires. And in this lifestyle, there's someone out there for everyone so yes do what's best for you yes before you turn off our podcast to take care of all the vanilla things pulling you away please reach out and give us a review i know mashing a star is so much easier but a review is so much better for sharing your love of what we're doing with others we would appreciate it If you want to share a personal story, ask us questions, or share your comments, you can contact us at swingeruniversity at gmail.com. Check us out at swingeruniversity.com, where you can find links to our Twitter and Instagram feeds. Thank you for listening to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment podcast. Have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more. Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.